all got ups and downs because the world's intense. How could you find out what to pair with your life events? A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift. Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it. Welcome to Let's Drink About It, show where we proceed from the premise that every cocktail can be paired perfectly with a life event. I'm one of your hosts, Benjamin R. Harrison. I'm a host, too. I'm Lizzie Bartelt. I, uh, I too, am a host, uh, and I'm Chris Bowman. Hello, let's take, Bowman. Let's take a quick poll from the group. Who is pleasantly day drunk? Whoa. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> is it you? It's me. Please remain on the line as we value your call. All right. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I stepped on a button. It unplugged everything. Um, yeah, we Nothing. had brunch uh, over here today, and nice. um, there was some mimosas involved. Love a good mimo yeah. on a Saturday morning. Yeah, and then the, there were a couple of like um, daytime beers that had to get consumed, and uh yeah, I'm a little buzzed. I'm going to be honest. Duty. Yeah. And I <laughs> really, awesome. you know, I think that's, it's given me a great idea is that one of these shows in the next like month or so, we really should have like, we should come to the table buzzed, all of us. Pre-buzzed. Pre-buzzed. Yeah. Pre-game yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, pre-game. The drunk episode. Yeah. The, no, like the, episode 100. <laughs> you, are, you are putting into our, our planning text that you may be on the brink of death, right? This is potentially your last let's drink about it. Yeah, you know, I went and paid too much money for not very good sushi. And uh, Ooh. I just, you know, uh, it felt like a gambling day. So uh, what what I, happened with the sushi? What was bad about it? Uh, I mean, it's just like spoiled fish. Mm, you know, I, I, someone told me uh, it's rarely the the fish that gets you sick. Like when you're eating like westernized hmm. sushi, it's like the mayonnaise or like the you know like it's usually something else. But I mean, obviously the fish is like, really well. Roll back a few yeah. minutes. What sushi are you eating that has mayo in it? Well, this is it. This is it. So like, like are is... you eating? Are you eating like little ham wheels? Because no, that's you know, not sushi, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's actually it's 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 this, it's this weird sushi that they. It's like two slices of bread, and then there's a bunch of mayo and and like cold cuts <laughs> on it, and it's like usually cut in half. And I just, it's really difficult to eat with uh, chopsticks, but it's just a fun challenge sometimes. No, it's just this. Sushi. I had that kind of sushi it's, for lunch today. Unfortunately, this sushi restaurant in my neighborhood that they are the sweetest people that run this place, and uh, I have sworn off of this place so many times because I'm just like. <laughs> never feel good after and uh but today it was just uh, i was at a friend's uh, restaurant they're opening a, a, a pizza restaurant right next door and um so i just oh i'm gonna run and get sushi because today tomorrow is like the inaugural pizza pies that are being made so they weren't quite ready uh. to feed me so i went next door Got and it. i broke my rule and uh i spent twenty dollars <laughs> on two rolls and like that's absurd i think that's a little uh, spendy for a couple of rolls i don't spendy. know i feel like it costs that well no not from an actual restaurant from whole foods it'll cost like seven yeah. bucks a, a roll yeah we're talking like nine yeah. nine dollars so that's overpriced roll. yeah it's overpriced yeah. for what it is i mean it's you know when you go to a sushi restaurant and you get the uh specialty rolls which just means white people sushi uh yeah. <laughs> these are the rolls with like mayonnaise right so yeah, it's not okay. it's not the best to begin with, and I just kind of felt like you know I'll have Saturday to look for I'm that next time. Gonna treat myself to some yeah some, uh, belly ache. 
I yeah. feel like I I cannot get the roles because I'm so aware of how how like only for scared westerners they are yeah i definitely eat the most scared westerner sushi because i get just the avocado and brown rice (laughs) maybe some asparagus yeah that's the uh yeah i mean i i love the gamut of sushi but uh you know i just it was kind of like when you when you feel like eating the 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 naughty sushi, you know, mm. <laughs> like this, is, yeah. this is not healthy uh, any way you look at it, you know. Uh, well, not when they put mayo on it. Yeah. Well, it's like a yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was. Uh, so as I'm eating, it, I'm like, I can't even not finish this. It was it was so expensive that I have to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that classic that classic. Uh, what's that Woody Allen line where it's like, yeah, the uh, food's no good and the portions too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or no, the, at least the portions are big or whatever it is. Yeah, it's that total mentality. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so guys, if uh, I fall silent midway through this episode, send help. We'll know. We'll, send help. we'll know what claimed you. Uh, well, oh man. All that being said, I believe we have yeah, a life exactly. event, and I believe we need to get to it. Sure. Life events. So uh, my life event kind of involves all of us, but mostly me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a. A work of fiction, of course, wink, wink. But uh, I did something illegal this past month. I smuggled gin to Christopher in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> the gin runner. It's like it's the, the 30s. G- <laughs> exactly. It, we, uh, it sh- the coolest yeah. thing is it showed up it's, in a tiny little barrel. It's the 30s, <laughs> but it goes in the other direction. Exactly. Crazy. Well, yeah. um, so. I think we should get right into the recipes in that case. Let's do it. funny you should say gin runner uh i was thinking about this and i was like oh well there's a rum runner cocktail but i could just swap in gin and then i was like oh it calls for an aged gin and a blanco gin ah but then i was like you know our boy patrick down there at the duke's liquor <laughs> box i bet that guy's got an aged, aged gin, gin. Good so old i picked patrick. up a barrel aged bottle of gin cool and uh, so I'm, I'm going to do a gin runner, which is, it is just swapping gin in for the rum. So cool. we'll see if it works. Wow. A bit of an experiment. So it's an ounce of pineapple juice, ounce of orange juice, ounce of blackberry liqueur, uh, an ounce of banana liqueur, ounce of dry gin, an ounce of barrel aged gin, and a splash of grenadine. Mm. And you build this in a glass of ice. Yummy. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I mean, and maybe. I think I'm subbing grapefruit juice for orange juice because I have some very mm. nice grapefruit juice in the fridge. Cool. Nice. I wondered if there was any, like, uh, I honestly don't know, tiki variations with gin. Oh, there's got to be. some gin tiki drinks, but I'm, uh, I would hesitate to rattle any off because I don't yeah. have them at my fingertips. <laughs> Perhaps it's something we can explore. Um, Lizzie, would you care to go next? Sure. Uh, I'm going to be having a Vesper cocktail. Ooh. It is half an ounce of vodka, two ounces of gin, and quarter ounce of Lillet Blonde. It is Lillet, right? Lillet. Lillet. Um, Add the ingredients to a mixing glass and fill with ice, stir, and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Uh, Twist a slice of lemon peel over the drink and rub along the rim of the glass and drop it in. So this is James Bond cocktail. Yeah. Mm. Um, Hollywood, I'm available 
to be cast as queer James Bond. <laughs> um, just putting that out there. Would watch. <laughs> yep. Would watch. Um, and both Chris and I have gin that was sent by a listener. We received uh, a bottle of Snowdrop American Dry Gin. Cool. From Saxon's River Distillery in Vermont. And it's a beautiful bottle. You have and to give it, it a Google. Do we have the name of the person that sent it to us? We do. Vamp for a second. Let me pull up. The <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, maybe you can uh, uh, clarify this. I believe, whether it was on air or off air, I'm not sure, but our friend, our good friend uh, from Stuff You Should Know, Josh Clark, told us that he loves a Vesper. Uh, and I think we talk about, like, the classic Vesper is made with not Lillet, but something else. Do you remember? I think it's like Kina or something like that. It's something that's hmm. not available anymore. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of those like kind of spirits that probably had some use before the invention of the cocktail, kind of, and then like had like a heyday in the cocktail era, but aren't really produced anymore. Wasn't um, it? Wasn't Koki something? It wasn't Koki Americano. Koki Americano is still available. Um, I think there's like Koki Americano and Lule are very similar to the thing that. Oh, I see. Uh, so that was another substitute then. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I I could be totally wrong about that. All right. But we'll have to uh, we'll have to bounce that one off, uh, Josh Clark. Yeah. yeah. So it came from Ivan, Mad Sci Husband, <laughs> on Twitter. Ivan. And uh, so thank you, Ivan. It uh, he works at at the Saxon Rivers Distillery. Yeah, and sent this to us. Um, he sent it some time ago, I believe. So Ivan, apologies for the delay. Uh, yeah, we've been trying to get. He asked for us it. not to make anything similar to Frank Collins with it. No, so that's, we we hope we did that's you proud. Fair. That's fair. Very disrespectful to a. <laughs> <laughs> no, no fake hot dogs in the house tonight, even. Well, yeah. uh, sorry, did, and you do we get the rest of your. Uh, the the method or uh, I oh can't. yes I'm I'm good what are you drinking oh I well I figured I mean you guys have some adventurous drinks and I figured uh, I don't make myself a martini enough so and what better to do it what better way oh, yes. to uh, try out a new gin than in a martini because it kind of is the the star of the show so um, yeah. this is an olive rosemary martini so it's just going to be two ounces of gin. Uh, uh, I'm going to do a quarter ounce of dry vermouth, uh, one rosemary sprig, and pitted olives. So you're going to co- combine uh, the gin, dry vermouth, and ice in a shaker. Or I mean, we're going to stir it, but um, and and stir well. Strain into a uh, a glass and garnish with the rosemary sprig. Uh, you're going to want to peel the leaves off the bottom third or two thirds of that and uh, spear it, spear the uh, olives rather with the. Uh, with the rosemary, so um, sounds great. Yeah, let's uh, let's just make a, a, a fast break. Let's dive right in. Let's yeah. Do it. Make those drinks. Cheers. Cheers. I am so excited. Red drink that looks like fruit punch. Looks like something that you would be served in like a like a John Taffer. Like, <laughs> like this is this is what we're serving before the bar rescue, uh, kind of situ- situation. We should have brought you a little umbrella. Mm, mm. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's like not, it looks good, not badly balanced. I think the grapefruit juice was a good choice. Okay. Um, the botanicals from the gin are nice. Yeah, I think if I think that I 
I like this. I'm gin. Gonna, I haven't had a rum runner with gin in a long time, if ever. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think I think this is better with gin than oh, it would right. be with rum. Whoa! And and I'm a, a rum partisan, so yeah, yeah. I like Put it. That in your pipe. That's and smoke. big news. That's <laughs> that's gonna make shockwaves across the gin mm-hmm. world. Oh yeah, yeah, and a, the rum a sh- world. A shocking revelation on this week's. Let's yeah. drink about it. Right, and you know, like I think that one thing that we have really gotten. <clears throat> sorry, doggy. I think one thing that we have really gotten used to as a podcast is what we say goes in the cocktail world. Well, right? Absolutely. We've become the kind of definitive cocktail podcast. So. I don't I don't Absolutely. Yeah, I mean We're uh, the experts. Yeah, I uh I, I don't think I I never thought I'd hear the day when rum would be replaced in a tiki drink with gin and Ben <laughs> singing from the the, the rooftops. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is a fantastic beverage, you guys. Um, I don't know if you guys have had a martini before, but this is really nice. They're great. They're great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Mine is very martini-like. It is excellent with the gin we were sent. Big yeah, fan. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. I would probably scale even further back the uh, vermouth in in my drink. Uh, if for no I always reason. feel like such an asshole when I order a martini because I'm like, as little vermouth as you're comfortable putting in it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. So I mean, you guys prefer no vermouth, I, just a gin. I, I want some, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I, I feel like any amount that a bartender is accustomed to putting in is generally more than I would. I like it. I literally like, splash. Like, if I'm making a martini for someone else, unless they instruct me otherwise, it is, you know... Do you have a spritzer? Not even. Well, no. It's like it's just a quick splash. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's borderline uh, drop. You know, it's not quite bone dry, but it's really yeah. dry. Well, so we have not done many martinis on this show. No. Which no, not is like strange, a gin martini. Yeah, because it's like the cocktail, mm-hmm. as far yeah. as I'm concerned. <laughs> I. I thought that we would have already done a vesper. I was surprised to find that we hadn't. Yeah. Because that seems like another classic. Yeah. And um, the other reason so, I'm surprised about the martini thing is that there's just so many. I mean, you got chocolate, you got uh, <laughs> apple, es- espresso, yeah. you've got, you got birthday cake, you got, you got lemon tart, you got. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so, so like I, um, I think the one like martini that I can remember definitely that we did was the. Uh, uh, was the one from the like the that surrealist director? I forget. Uh, mm. Was it? That's one of right. These? That's right. I do remember this. We did this. Right? I screen capped the ones that we have photos of. The uh, we did an upside down one, which was yeah, the Bunuel Martini was reverse ingredients. Oh right, and that was yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. nobody <laughs> liked that one. Yeah. The black martini, which was the right. Blavat. <laughs> uh, but the Bunuel Martini. Yeah. So that one has bitters and vermouth. And you okay. like put that in, you stir it a bit, and then you pour out the ice before you add the gin. So it's like you're literally like coating the ice with some vermouth and bitters okay. before you put the gin in. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys uh, both have martinis to certain way of yeah. thinking. Like the lule is definitely serving the same function, Lizzie, and yours as right. vermouth, but. Like I, I, I think of I like Lule by itself, whereas I don't really like vermouth by itself. So yeah. so what yeah, what do you think? I would think? rather have that on the rocks yeah. than 
vermouth on the rocks, which I've done to try to get rid of a bottle before it <laughs> got a little too stale. Right. Mm. And I, that's not great. <laughs> so, so how do you, th- how do you think the Vesper works? I mean, do you think, do you like the Lelay better than vermouth or, or I'm do you feel sure like I the like variables it better, but I think it's a good, like, I'm not mad that I bought that whole bottle and have, feel like I'm going to take forever to go through it. Yeah. Like I'll definitely, I'd like to try with maybe a little more in there mm-hmm. next time. I mean, the thing with Lelay too, is you have to be pretty quick, fast acting. It doesn't yeah, really sit around too long. It's, it's not as shelf stable right. as you want. That's a, that said, Lelay is a great like cooking drink. Like, yeah. Little uh, like couple of ice cubes and some yeah. lay in a glass while you're cooking. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think I might do that later today. Then <laughs> this is a great suggestion. Guys, how uh, how do you guys take your martinis normally? Is it a, is it a, a does it change or are you olive or are you uh, twist? I've been twist for a long time, but I really think I I don't. It's not that I don't like the olive. I think that um, I think that maybe I went twist because it made me feel more sophisticated. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I think a lot of the like gins that I like maybe work a little bit better with lemon, but yeah. Um I I should probably I should probably contemplate letting the pendulum swing back the the other way a little bit. Yeah. I I just I find that gin is a bright enough tasting spirit on its own. I mean, obviously lemon is going to give it a bit of a that a boost in that direction. Yeah. Uh, whereas the olive balances it the other way. Like I, I also love olives and, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, a booze soaked olive is just about as nice a oh, thing. So as, good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just really, I'm again, you know, we come across drinks sometimes that you just can't, you have to hold back from just guzzling. And this is one of those drinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I would like to say, can't you have a martini that can do both? Mm. I if I make them at home and I'm not no one's watching, I definitely put lemon or lime depending on what I have around. Yeah. In. Yeah. And then I throw as many olives as will fit in the in the goblet. Yeah. Together. Oh, you do both. But I I make lime. I freeze lemon and lime juice. I have like a little mini tray that um, I bought at work that you can ream a lemon or lime, and then it fills the tray. Yeah. And I use those as ice cubes. I use regular ice cubes uh-huh. too, but if you melt like one in there and make the martini and it kind of dissolves and then yeah. strain it, oh, it's really good. Mm. I have a friend who rims his martinis with a little lemon juice. Like yeah. he'll make his he'll make his lemon peel and he'll cut deep enough to expose a little fruit mm-hmm. and just rub that exposed fruit around the rim. That's a good idea. Tangy. Yeah. It's nice. Tart. That's a good idea. Um, well, let's talk about this caper yeah, <laughs> so, so that people know why we're drinking all this gin. Yeah. So I, we, we were asked if we wanted the bottle and I was like, absolutely. Here's my address. Yeah. <laughs> gin, please. Um, like three or four free bottles of booze we've gotten on this show have made it all worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so true. Yeah. It was such a treat and it's been like sitting, collecting dust sadly. And I'm sure he's going to be excited to hear from us because it's been a little bit since he sent it. Yeah. Um, and I was dying to get it in everybody's hands. So um, I bought some vials and can I they're set, like, can I set this up, Lizzie? Do you mind if I set yeah, this up? Uh, you absolutely. can tell how, like the, you can deconstruct it, but let me just say this quickly. Uh, I was away on vacation, a vacance. Uh, I took myself <laughs> away to Vancouver, 
And uh, whilst away, uh, Lizzie put this package together so that when I returned on my desk, I had a lovely welcome home package, uh, to which I will publicly say, I have said privately, but publicly I will say thank you very much, Lizzie. You're welcome very much. So, so I bought these vials. They're like a dram vial. Smaller versions are used for drug purposes. Mm-hmm. Or, what other, kind or other or other <laughs> or other uh, you know, chemistry purposes. <laughs> uh, but we sell them commercially uh, for people to use for all manner of reasons. And I've bought them before to make like uh travel cocktail kits you can put you know bitters in the small size and and, uh you know like a little vial of uh this is going to come back up later in the show so oh perfect glad you said that um like a simple syrup in one of those and then put it all in a little container and use as a travel now is this the thing you put together like those are the vials you used for our friend stacy yes it is like we uh, made her uh you guys gave her a, a drink and then um, I made her a kit to take with her on a train cool. journey. It's yeah, so yeah, cool. she had her big like train trip. Yeah, yeah. so cool. So I sent a few of those to you. I took it to the post office, and and they make you go through that whole. You know, do you have, you know, animals in this package? <laughs> no, of course not. Do you have liquid or anything flammable in this package? Uh, and I hit yes <laughs> on the keypad. She goes, Oh, you said no. Um, but you just told me on the keypad that you said yes. And I said, oh, you know, you know how green means go. You just think, oh, I'm just going to tap that yes button. <laughs> she laughed. And then she, I was like, of course there's no liquid in there. <laughs> and I had to fill out a, um, what do you call it? A customs form. Yeah. Hey, sure. And I don't, do you get a copy of the customs form? Me? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. No, I think it, I think it. Stops at the border and then continues okay. on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so I, I had to say that I put something in it. And the first time I sent something that had like a food or perishable item in it, I was nervous and just came up with like the most random list of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady looked at it and was like, this is weird. And I was like, oh, it's my friend. And <laughs> I just have been gathering little things for her. And I, I, I made a few things. <laughs> I crafted her some stuff. And she's like, okay, no worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, this time the lady was so nice and she was really conversational which you don't always get at the post office. Yeah. And the whole time I was just being real friendly and Midwestern nice, <laughs> feeling the guilt just rise in me of lying to this nice woman. Yeah. And uh, you, you, you were like coastal heartbreaking. Her with in Western, in Midwestern uh, yes. clothing. <laughs> yes. Wolf and sheep's clothing. Yes. Um, are you? I, did you guys find that uh, postal service workers uh, or post office workers are more... Uh, um, uh, congenial nowadays because there's probably like no one to talk to around. Like they just have like tumbleweeds in there now. Mm, I don't know if you're thinking about how busy a post office in New York yeah. could be. Chris. I'm not. No, I'm really not. They're they're really it, they're pretty crowded. There's like never not a line. Really? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. always busy. I applied for a passport this week. Whoa. Yes. I uh, don't want to be a prisoner in this country. Yeah. So <laughs> I should have done it a year ago, but alas, here I am. 
And the first time I went to turn in on my paperwork, I had read through everything. I mean, you know me, I'm super organized. I read through everything. Mm -hmm. I had like three different checklists to make sure I had brought everything with me. I show up and the cranky guy who had been telling the guy in front of of me that we should give Trump a chance. Like, let's just see how his first 100 days go. This was, I went on inauguration day, I believe. (sighs) Um, And I was like, sure, sure. Let me just calm myself before I talk to this guy because I want everything to go well and I want to turn in this official document Yeah, and I don't really want to do it to this guy and I get up there and he says oh no you need your birth certificate you don't have everything you need and I was like are you sure because I went through the checklist several <laughs> times and he was like yeah 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 let me see your photos and he like looks at my photos <laughs> he goes yeah these are fine of course they're fine it's a nice photo of me <laughs> and he goes through everything else and he's like yep you just need your birth certificate and a photo a photocopy of the birth certificate come back and we'll be able to do it and then he tells me you know what i need to pay for it too cuz you can't pay with a credit card right which is good because i didn't know that at the time and i thought i was going to be putting it on a credit card mm-hmm. so i was relieved to say you know what at least now i know i need to wait for payday <laughs> and i can wait a few days for that but when I went back on Thursday, a different woman was manning the post. And, uh, and she said, why do you have your birth certificate? You don't need this. And I said, but the guy before. And she goes, the older guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he didn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> wow. So we had a nice like Miss Andrew moment. And then <laughs> she helped me <laughs> get my passport. And, uh, you know, in three to six weeks, I'll be... Able to Ready to flee jet out of here. <laughs> flee in the middle of the night if fire necessary. that used to be a country. Lizzie, yeah. uh, make your first stop Toronto. Yes. Yeah. It, it might be. Uh, I have an escape plan. Okay. Uh, well, so so the the international booze smuggling caper went down without a hitch? It went out with, uh, down without a hitch, I would say. I, 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 I just want to uh, be clear here that the preceding uh, 13 minutes has been a work of fiction. None yeah. of this happened. Absolutely. It's an elaborate yes and. I mean, let's... Didn't let's, you see all the details I mentioned? Like totally. A, a, a lie is filled you, with... Yeah, you painted a very specificity. clear picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, since... That has uh, that has all been established as as uh, an elaborate falsehood for the entertainment of our listeners. Yeah, let's uh, let's end this segment by weighing in on how well these drinks pair with this life event. What are we thinking, guys? Uh, uh, I. You know, I always when I uh... I think Bowman's done with his drink. No, 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 no. My drink is not done. I am. I'm. You know, I actually my left it? my left hand is like restraining my right hand from reaching for the glass. <laughs> uh, so I'm sitting here like with white knuckles, just like you know, <laughs> staring longingly. Uh, I do feel like I always do when we record that I'm getting away with something, uh, and this drink is no different that way. So uh, <laughs> it is, uh, it's perfect. Uh, you know, it's a it's a really nice and and specifically the gin is really nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the botanics. Yeah, let's hope that the alcohol of that drink is high enough that it'll kill all the sushi pathogens in your yeah. gut. Yeah, oh, that's perfect. I think I honest, I, I think I've made it through. I think I'm okay. Uh, hey. Knock on wood. Hey. See you another day. Knock that's on great. wood. Knock on wood. Hey. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I think my drink goes well. Thank you very much for asking. I appreciate it. I think mine is. Uh, Maybe not the best pairing with this particular life event, 
Just because it's such a dorky drink, and this is like... I like adult fruit punch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It really looks like something that you would have just at summer camp. There's like like a little Hawaiian man surfing on it, like Hawaiian punch. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, There's no garnish. I feel like I should have come up with a garnish. I didn't use garnish either. Yeah. I don't know. It's a garnishless episode. Although you have garnish. My drink is real pretty. You have Mm. a nice garnish. Mm -hmm. I think mine went perfectly. I like this gin. I like a martini. I like a variation on a martini. Yeah. I think it's a winner. Right on. Right, yeah. That's great. We did it, you guys. This is uh Congrats. Yeah. Congrats to all involved. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Request. Hey, hey, we have a call. A call what? came in for our show. We actually have a few calls, but I, I picked I picked that one and uh we'll, Lay save, it on we'll us. save the next one for the next episode. Hey all, this is Anna from Brooklyn, longtime listener, first time caller. Ben and Chris, hey, I, know I her. have never met you, but I feel like I know so much about you, which is not intended to be <laughs> creepy at all, but maybe. Uh, Lizzie, I actually know you in real life, so that's way less creepy. Uh, my life event this week is planning a trip for me and my best friend to Las Vegas. We've never been there, and we're actually going to be on the ground for 36 hours and five minutes exactly. (laughs) I'm looking for an in-flight cocktail to start the trip off right um, that we can make with the service cart mixers and a small vial of booze that I pack for us. The last time we flew together, I brought us vodka and seasoning to make Bloody Marys, which were delicious. But this time I'm looking to spice things up with a cocktail that's kind of out of the box. Any and all Ooh. suggestions are welcome. And don't think we're above bringing booze for multiple cocktails. <laughs> and thanks in advance for the suggestions. Love it. Wow. Uh, great call. This is a great call. And I, I was like, gonna, I was going to do some homework on it. But I feel like this is one for the group. Because for the group. I was like, I, I'm just thinking like, what's on the bar cart? We got your standard sodas, you know, cola, 7-Up. Mm-hmm. Ginger they ale. They have tonic. They They've have got sparkling tonic. water. They have sparkling water. We've got apple juice, orange juice, tomato juice. Is that it? Should we have them make tequila sunrise? <laughs> 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 Bring vials of, uh, of grenadine, grenadine and tequila. That Anna would... makes great drinks, by the way. Well, the, the other thing I was thinking was like. So we there's gotta all do those, her good. Yeah. There's all those cocktail kits for taking on an airplane, like you know, bitters and a and, yeah. a, and a sugar cube. But then I was thinking, like, what about a thing like like a beer cocktail? Because they have beer on airplanes oh, yeah. too. Well, that's smart. And I don't think that that gets factored into the mixer conversation often enough when people are talking about what can you make on an airplane. What kind of like IPA cocktail? Yeah. Because we've done something like that before. Yeah. We definitely had things with IPAs. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I, the, the, my problem is twofold. Uh, I have a terrible <laughs> memory, and I'm not very creative. <laughs> <laughs> if you so, say that in the Scottish accent, I'm sure she'll accept uh, it in place of... Come on, Lizzie. I mean, I... I uh, um, yeah, I don't. I'm not so good on the flies here. So let me see. We want to. I can't remember the IPA cocktail that we've done. Well, here's one we actually gave to a for a listener drink um, many moons ago. A bubbly Manhattan, which is two ounces of rye, an ounce of IPA, and half an ounce of sweet vermouth. 
Now, are, are we at the point in uh, travel and the Ooh, height? I think of, I might have found one. In the height of IPA popularity, that IPAs are available on flights. Uh, I'm I can, almost certain they are. I can say for sure that the last dozen flights I've been on <laughs> have had at least five or six. Okay. Cans of IPA. Okay. The last like twelve a, pack of flights that I made, managed to. It's truly something I'm ignorant about. So yeah, I, uh, that's that's uh, good to know. And uh, uh, let's do let's do something with an IPA then. I mean, yeah. well, that, that seems a very fun be- idea. Before we speak too quickly, I just googled and found a listicle on Cosmopolitan.com. <laughs> oh god! And this one, this one does not have an IPA, but this one. <laughs> Ironically, looks like a tequila sunrise, but is Campari vodka Peroni beer and an orange slice. So Peroni is just like any really light beer. Yeah, like a lager. That would be interesting. That would be good. Well, Um, I mean, you know, it was said that uh, the option for many drinks. I mean, what's that? What's that? Yeah, why not more? Is that a four-hour flight? Yeah. Here's another one that we've done on the show. That also includes IPA. Uh, it's the Beggar's Banquet. So mm. this is two ounces of bourbon, an ounce of lemon juice, three quarter ounces of maple syrup. So that's three yes. things you'll have to smuggle onto the flight. That's mm-hmm. okay. I can get her the the whole setup. Now we've got we're going for a fourth, two dashes of Angostura bitters, and IPA beer. So this is a uh, shake everything with ice. Strain into an ice-filled glass and top with the beer. I feel like you can skip this shaking step because you're on an airplane. You don't need to water <laughs> yeah, it down. You, yeah, if you start shaking it. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you start shaking it like a Polaroid picture, people are going to be very upset with you. But uh, but I think if you build this on ice and then top with beer, that would be a, yeah. an interesting one. And I mean, like this is this is like you're going to have to pay the like seven dollars for the in-flight beer. And but you'll split it between the two of you. Yeah, right. well, that's the, yeah, that's you the, don't need the whole thing. That's yeah. the good part is that there's beer waiting for you at the end of this delicious cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This this listicle thinks that half a bottle of Mike's Hard Lemonade and half a bottle of Blue Moon beer is a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> listicle. That sort of tosses <laughs> back to uh, high a school Mike's, cocktail. A Mike's full moon. Oh, good lord! Wow. That- you know, honestly, that sounds like a great punch to serve at a party, and people will probably think it's great and and ask you for the recipe, and you can say, "Oh, it's family secret." What are the chances <laughs> Mike's hard. that Mike's hard lemonade and Blue Moon beard don't come from the same alcohol beverage conglomerate? Oh, one hundred percent, they do. One hundred percent. And you guys know something cool? Um, like one of the very few things. It's cool about being Canadian is that at birth we're issued uh, Batman-style utility belts full of maple syrup, so we don't really ever have to think about (laughs) smuggling it anywhere. We're just allowed to travel with it. I actually met a French-Canadian once who could shoot maple syrup out of his wrists like Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's there's genius. plenty of like <laughs> there's plenty of superhero related abilities connected to maple syrup I want in that. Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I've had Canadian maple syrup, and I'm very partial to Ohio maple syrup. Oh, you know what? So okay, the next thing I'm just to saying the smuggling goes yeah, the both next, ways, Chris. Oh my god! Oh my god! These vials are coming back to you full of Canadian <laughs> maple syrup. No, I'm not um, kidding. I'm not kidding. This will happen. Genius. Yeah. My uncle, my uncle Ted used to uh, tap the maples on his property in Connecticut and make uh, homemade maple syrup, Man. which is great. Have you ever seen the process? Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating so cool. and it's my, arduous. I, 
I love the fact that the uh, the place where you cook it up is called the Sugar Shack. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My future brother-in-law's little sister is kind of a naturalist, and she was in a Facebook Live video once uh, <laughs> re- recently showing how to tap maples, and it was really exciting. It was definitely like one of those moments you don't need to be like, hey, I know that person. They're yeah. live on the internet. <laughs> but I was very excited to see Aaron tapping that maple. Yeah, our our uh, our pal Jesse Thorne uh, was in the car for this one time when he came up with the idea of tapping mapes and stacking papes <laughs> as uh, as the ideal uh, rich guy in Vermont oh. uh, yeah. thing to do. So good. <laughs> I think that would make the best, you know, cheesy graphic tee. Yeah, Lizzie, I don't you... know why he never did anything with the phrase tapping mapes and stacking papes because I think, I think about a... it like once a month and. Laugh and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie, we did should you ever, uh, prod did you, him on that. Did you ever uh, go on, you know, um, like outings in school to maple tapping uh, facilities or anything like that? <laughs> we did that up here. Like, it's honestly no, no joke. Not like I'm not a joke. I'm a little bit like a loss for words because I have intense jealousy right now. No, we did not do oh that. God, I, we used to do, I like, grew up in suburban Oh, uh, okay. Columbus. Well, but so did I. I grew up so in... So I think... I, okay. Yeah, I grew up in suburbia too, but I mean, our we would take uh, a trip into like the nearby countryside and... Oh, that's and, great. Oh my God. I have... I Honestly, I can close my eyes and I can still see it because, you know, as a kid, you see someone hammer in a tap, like a literal tap in yeah. the tree and then turn it on. You know, obviously it's like dripping. Yeah, it's it wild, right? It takes a while and it drips or whatever, but... You know, yeah, and then you'd go to the Sugar Shack where they would give you like maple candies and stuff. Sugar Shack. Oh my God, so cool. Oh, maple candy is pure crack. Put that in a vial. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. I went to a potato chip factory one time on a field trip. (laughs) What? That was pretty good. My field trips were lackluster. We went to like the orchestra and. (laughs) That's a camp yeah, the, where we identified the leaves. How is the orchestra lackluster? You're getting cultured. You as know, a child. honestly, it was not lackluster. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I went to the orchestra and the they baton. played. Um, they played some Star Wars music. What? Yeah, that's badass. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> we were all really impressed as kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We're like I know these songs. Yeah. <laughs> these are good songs. These are the hits. <laughs> Today's hits. Um, well, guys, um, I think we came up so- with some good ideas for Anna. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, we have responded to Anna's request in time uh, to. I think we have be effective for her trip. And uh, I was, uh, you know, I was going to say I was so enthralled with the conversation, but I actually didn't hear. Did we give details of these drinks? We gave a little I bit. We'll make sure to put okay. it in. Plus, I will help her suss them out because yes. I see her on the rig. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Right, good luck. That's, that that's what like you call ser- podcast service. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> on air and in person. White glove drink <laughs> service. <laughs> well, uh, I think we should probably tie this bad boy up with a bow. Yes. Now that we've tied one on. Yeah. Now that we've t- yeah, especially <laughs> me. I've been drinking since like 10 a.m. <laughs> well, I, my intention was to sit here and edit tonight, but I think... Uh, this one drink. I'm not working this weekend, so uh, I'm gonna take this one drink and vamoose and get another. Yeah, baby. Love yeah. it. Well, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Drink About It. 
Uh, you can follow Lizzie at Lizzie Bartelt and Chris at Chris B Chicken and Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R. You can also go to our Instagram account, which is muy active. Yes, and <laughs> is the Let's Drink About It. Not the, but at Let's Drink About It. Because Twitter is at Drink About It. Right. Um, Yeah, the Instagram is like, like, we're doing it. It's popping off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of not seasonally appropriate cocktails where we're at in my list. (laughs) (laughs) But if you you want some some escapism in your drinks, uh, go to our our Instagram. Like if you're refusing to look at or acknowledge these drinks because they don't fit with February, then fine, that's up to you. But uh, maybe it's not for you. But I think most people enjoy it. But if you're looking for a few gin things, there was one this week that you could uh, drink along. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, well, uh, we should thank Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for our music. Thanks, Paul guys. Paul Watling for our artwork. Thank Love you. It. And thanks to everybody that's listening and rating and reviewing us on iTunes. And with that, we'll be back at you next time with another great life event. Oh, no, I'm doing my other podcast because I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) With with another life event and another cocktail that goes perfectly with it. Later, potato. Don't choke on your rum and coke. Happy days. (laughs) Happy days.